Saving money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. What's up, everyone? This is Kid Fury. Just reminding you to go and visit our sponsors over at Hulu Plus. As always, you go to huluplus.com slash the read. You can go try out that extended two-week free trial and try out lots of different shows and movies and trailers including scandal including once upon a time including the mindy project and tons of other great things so go to huluplus.com slash the read and try it out and let's start our show okay all right here we are you jumped i didn't i you kind of did well you were a little loud well your mother (laughs) so Hey everyone, I'm Nicki Minaj Collection. I'm Brittany Breeze. And this is the read. What the fuck is a Nicki Minaj Collection? I'm the the Kmart clothing. Oh my god, I saw that shit on her Instagram. Well, somebody linked me, obviously, to her Instagram. That was that was interesting. That yeah. In Kmart stores now. Okay. I was in the Kmart yesterday looking for socks and I walked past it completely forgetting all about it. And I was like (laughs) What does it look like? Does it look like Kardashian collection for hood rats? Well, black. Hoodies. You know what? That's not a bad description. Yeah. It just look like it looks like Kmart, and it looks like, like I said to myself, this is going to be another case of someone releasing Kmart collection and modeling the clothes, and it looks cute on them, and then you go to Kmart, and it looks like a party city. It looks costume. like Rainbow, yeah, and 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 that's what it. Looks and that's like. fine. Yeah. People are going to buy it. Yeah, they are. They are definitely going to buy it. So get your money, Nikki. Work out. So hot topics this week. Let's dive right into them. <sighs> Chloe and Lamar were seen together um, this week sometime. They were going over to Miss Chris Jenner's house mm-hmm. because Chris and Clayface, whatever his name is. Bruce. Okay, there you go. He, um, they're separated. Yeah, they're getting a divorce. And so that was all, like, it was literally, like, described as breaking news. Like, I saw multiple media outlets tweeting with, with the hashtag breaking. Okay. See, no. And actually, I exhausted all the fucks that I have to give on the Kardashians last week when we dove in and talked about their entire fucked up family and how we thought Chloe was the realist and all that. I have nothing left for these people. If your name isn't Mason Disick, Northwest, or Kendall Jenner, I don't care. Right. Like, I just, I actually don't care on all friends, except for <laughs> Mason and North. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, like, so? <laughs> like, Chloe and I don't Lamar know. was seen together. Okay, Chloe and Lamar I think married. that this is a thing for the fans. This is a thing for all of those people who are just so tuned in to the show 
and like follow all of their fuckery and buy their stank ass lip gloss and whatever the fuck it is. like this is this is interesting for them yeah and i feel like they probably you know are experienced like a, a blow to their spirit or something like they couldn't put both their socks on this morning i don't know <laughs> you know it's just this is you know something for them maybe that's why it was considered breaking because to me it's like i don't give a fuck what either one of these old yeah. ass pros are doing like okay like so chloe and lamar and, and then they're talking about the show must go on and that the keeping up with the Kardashian show is still going to be recorded. No shit. No shit. Why in the hell would Kris Jenner get rid of her money? Like Big black ass surprise. If you don't know nothing else about Kris Jenner, you know she is getting that money. Which is sad because I'm like looking at all of these situations and I'm like, damn, nothing is going to be able to take this show out. But Jesus, <laughs> because you got Kanye over here punching people or, or reaching out to scratch paparazzi and everybody's trying to make him seem like he's crazy and then you got this new baby and Kim's a mom and she's been quiet so I'm thinking nope that's not gonna be it nope. then they got all of the goddamn TMZ articles talking about Lamar Odom's black ass is on crack and Chloe just can't live with herself but they still recording their whole you know through his crack binge and calling this nigga on speaker and all kind of shit that's not taking it out right. and so what the fuck make you nothing I just, I'm so tired <laughs> when the world ends it won't be nothing left but cockroaches and Chris Jenner on a constant loop on E just cackling maniacally and and counting her money cause you cannot get rid of her she is here to stay she's on your fucking airways bitch she's not going away no matter what happens Chris Jenner is gonna find a way to parlay it into making some money and a lot of people think that's admirable I personally don't but if that's the type of thing that you look up to then I mean go ahead get money crew i think that people are mostly just interested in it which is like gross well i just think it's amazing that these people have managed to turn their fairly mundane lives into something that a major network would pay you know millions or whatever they make from that show to do they just that is crazy but okay like there was already photos today of uh, what the fuck is his name bruce mattel bruce sure um <laughs> Made in China, whatever his name. You make me so sick. Um, there was already photos like up today. I saw of him, and they're recording with the, his girls, and they all are giving the paparazzi the finger. Like they get their lives from this. Yeah. Either way, you slice it. These niggas are wealthy <laughs> as fuck. They all have got every single stack lined up to the tip of their fucking eyebrows. So yeah. they will be fine. And then they talking about you know, oh well, we're just happier together. I mean, we're happier apart. Great, great for you. Who? Awesome. I know I don't somebody give cares. The person who cares is just not me. But somebody in this world gives a fuck about Chris Jenner no longer sleeping with Bruce Jenner. That person is just not me. It's just not me either. No. So let's talk about your good friend, Slim Thug. Love him. So apparently Slim Thug has been he had been battling with some woman who was claiming that his her 11-year-old son is actually his baby. Mm -hmm. And I knew nothing about this because it's Slim Thug. I know nothing about him. Oh, okay. Um, and so, I, I bet mean, you know the song he did with Beyonce. Abs Ooh, boy, you looking like you like <laughs> what you see. <laughs> Won't you come on over and check We don't even have... Bitch, of course. <laughs> and I was going to say the one thing that I can really say about Slim Thug in 2013 is that he's like three, four degrees away from Beyonce. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. Um, but anyway, you know, he's having this issue or he had this issue with some woman who said that, you know, he was her baby daddy. And I guess she, he, he had been paying child support and then he sued her for back child support because they did a DNA test and he found out that he really wasn't the child's father. Mm-hmm. 
All of that is well and good. I mean, whatever. Hood asms. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Sure. But then he had like this whole rant that he typed up in all caps. And he just said some of the most Every like. <laughs> he said, I'll just start it. God yeah. is so good. My bank account been froze for a year because a girl I fucked. 11 years ago, popped up saying she had my child. I was like, bitch, what took you so long to tell me? <laughs> and then there are moments in here that say, turn the fuck up. That hoe was crazy. I'm glad her punk ass kid ain't mine. See? There are all kinds of things. And then he went on Instagram and recorded a video of him playing um, fuck, fuck that, that bitch, bitch, also known as FDB by Young Dro, and dancing around some apartment or hotel room or something in his tank top with his little pot belly. And it's just like, Slim Thug, tuck in your ghetto. This just is- like, <laughs> tuck in your hood rat. Just, just a taste. I'm happy for you if this has been stressing you out and you know, you, you know, get your money. If she lied to you and you, whatever, do you think? But tuck, tuck it in. We don't need all of this. This is another episode of like, as the projects turn. Or- right. Basically. <laughs> He took a picture with his son, who was adorable. Yeah. Said, kicking it with my real kid. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I understood about 90% of Slim Thug's rant because it was, you know, it's this is I mean, a shitty on. situation, Let's, obviously. Right. Nobody wants their bank account frozen behind some child support bullshit and then come to find out the baby ain't even yours any damn way. So I was cool with the rant, most of it. I was cool with the Instagram video that gave me a good, hearty chuckle. I just that like good niggas. Um, within reason, of course. I draw the line at fuckboys. But when he went in on her son, like, was saying bad things about the kid himself and then saying, you know, it doesn't... Um, I know like ordinarily this wouldn't be cool or whatever, but I don't really feel a way about it because she sent a picture of him and he was like flipping me off in the picture or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, I understand you feel a way like that got on your nerves or that made you mad or whatever, but that's still a child, not your child. Somebody's though. So, you know, at least the, the, the kid is only doing what his mama told him to do. He don't actually know you. He don't know that you his daddy. This has got to be embarrassing. You know, for him, he got to go to school and everybody it's all over the hood ass blogs that, you know, your mama sued Slim Thug and Slim Thug ain't even your daddy. So it's bad enough for that child. Like, can you imagine going to school and being like, hey, y'all. So because all you need is Instagram. You know, they all have it. They all I I don't care how old you're supposed to be when you get on social media. These damn kids are on social media like I'm like children. Like, as young as eight and nine. They are on the damn internet. So, I feel sorry for the little boy in that regard. I felt like Slim Thug took it too far when he started taking shots at the child himself. But as for the rest of it, I mean, it's just it's just good old-fashioned nigga shit. And how can you not? You just got to bask in it sometimes. If you can watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, which... I can barely do that. And I think Slim Thug is going to be on Love and Hip Hop Houston, which, bitch, I cannot wait. Like that really happen? I think that's going to happen. Mona, is that a thing? Is that your thing? Girl. Let us know, because, because I will I be I am here and there. on time, bitch. I'm paid in full for that. I, I am will ready. be sitting Indian style in the <laughs> middle of my mattress. Yes. Waiting. Just with bated breath, bitch. Bring that to me. Okay, so let's talk about Miley Cyrus. No. What's next? <laughs> I'm dead. No. No, you're going to no, like this story. I swear to God, you're I'm You're going not- to like this story. So, I don't know if you heard, but in this interview with Rolling Stone, which Miley's on the cover of, she said that her Wrecking Ball video was the most modern version 
of Sinead O'Connor's video for nothing compares to you. Okay, you crazy bitch. Sinead O'Connor heard about this <laughs> and wrote Miss Miley the longest of letters. Yes, she did. I'll just I'll just read, you know, the first bit as I did previously. So Sinead O'Connor said I'm extremely concerned for you that those around you have led you to believe or encouraged you in your own belief that it is in any way cool to be naked and licking sledgehammers in your video. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, you can just look it up. It's really long. There's a lot going on here. But basically, it was really like a very heart felt like she was really concerned and the whole thing was about you know her saying that you don't need to be selling your body and out here acting you know like naked trash right and make you know for your label like you're making all of these men rich and you're also slowly losing your mind and your identity and in the end you're going to crash and burn and they're going to be wealthy because they pimped you out right and so it was really like a big sister auntie kind of just being like hey girl you're losing your fucking mind put your drawers back on and go sit your ass down somewhere and she even said you have enough talent that you don't have to do this which is what i've been trying to say all along wrecking ball is a really cute song that video is absolutely abysmal yeah it is fucking horrible first of all the nerve of you to compare those two videos what why the only thing they had in common is they were both white women and they both had (laughs) close-ups on their face that's pretty much it girl fuck you miley cyrus (laughs) like i swear that's not the end of the story yeah it well miley responded to the letter in only her own fashion because this bitch has all of the crack in in her birth canal good god she said basically okay so like a few years ago Sinead O'Connor had this all these issues with you know mental illness and you know she was on Twitter yeah. saying that she needed a psychiatrist and that kind of thing so Molly posted these screenshots of of those tweets from her two years ago and was trying to and she said shit like before Amanda Bynes there was blank wow and then you Really, bitch? And then she says, Sinead, I don't have time to write you an open letter because I'm hosting and performing on SNL this week. So if you'd like to meet up and talk, let me know in your next letter with a smiley face. Do you have to be Is it bad if I said that somebody should punch this bitch in the face? No. Somebody should really punch this bitch in the face. Like, do you have to be such an affected asshole? Like, are you fucking kidding? Somebody reached out to your trash gas and tried to help you because you... And gave you some... Sickening advice. Right. And gave you good advice. And then you turn around and like, oh, girl, I don't have time for you because I'm this and I'm that. Like, I'm just over here. Hi. You know, Mike Will made it's kissing both my labia. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm having like a great. What? Like, bitch, what do you like? Girl, s- sit the fuck down. So I hate her. I don't know why I see. So anyway, Sinead did write another letter and. <laughs> and demanded an apology. And I would just like to, again, just read you the beginning of this Please letter. Because that's all it takes. It really starts as saying, Miley, really? Who the fuck is advising you? Because taking me on is even more fucking stupid than behaving like a prostitute and calling it feminism. Well. That's the way that it starts. And the way that it ends. That's a read. It says you could really do with educating yourself. That is, if you're not too busy getting your tits out to read. Well, and, you know, you can just go and look it up. You can just go look it up and fish it off for yourself. But she said, bitch, how basically the letter was saying, bitch, how dare you make fun of someone 
and you know struggling with mental illness right. not just her but Amanda Bynes too she said bitch you owe me an apology you owe Amanda Bynes an apology you owe everyone an apology for your Go shit ho ho yes you do you oh every- listen this girl I want her to go away I want you to not bring her up anymore. I want her to go away. I want. Why are you still a thing? Why are we still? Why I'm gonna go bring away? Her up again. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Because I was the first bitch <laughs> to say fuck this hoe and all of her goddamn shenanigans. And you know something I realized today? I realized that today when Hannah Montana was on air, I was sitting at home watching that shit like I can't. This bitch is gonna be a hot mess. I can see it. <laughs> I knew it because she's a child star. She's on Disney, and you know all of them white girls they end up turning to crack for whatever yeah. reason. And then she's like, not just a child star, but she's a child star following. In her father's footsteps. Yeah. Part of me was just like, I can see her being a mess. And look what happened. And for a smooth second, you know, I really didn't think it was going to happen. Because for a smooth second, she still had that brunette hair. Yeah, she, she looked still like had she her was cowboy boots her on. Yeah. And she was just singing her life away and she sounded great. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to eat crow, bitch. I was wrong about you. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't either. I want her to go away. I'm completely over it. Bands and make her, her. dance. <laughs> That's what it was. She's such a little, uh, like you're just acting like such a little shithead. And it was bad enough. Like you just. <sighs> but it's just, it just goes to show you that some celebrities, some people are just beyond hell. Speaking of which, Chris Brown. So listen. Okay. Chris Brown did it. And this is actually, I saved this for last because this is actually like really sad. Um, Chris Brown did an interview recently for. Um, I believe it was The Guardian. Yeah, yeah, it was The Guardian. I'm sorry. So he did this interview, and right away at the beginning of it, it was just like, okay, this woman is having a tough time Mm -hmm. with this, Mm -hmm. the way this is going. (laughs) This is a struggle. And, um, you know, she was asking him about the tattoo that he has on his neck that people, you know, think is a beat-up Rihanna. Mm -hmm. And the way that he he responded to her almost... When you read it, it's almost as if he, it made me feel like maybe he knew what he was doing. Because before, I honestly believed that he was not crazy enough or stupid enough to do some dumb (laughs) shit like that. I really didn't. And I still kind of don't think that. But the way that he answered it was, like, he was so defensive Mm -hmm. that it was kind of like, sis, what are you, you mad? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) You got something you want to tell the class? It seems though you're kind of feeling away. And I want to talk to you about that. Anyway, in the interview, he revealed that he lost his virginity at eight. And we're just going to go ahead and say that that isn't losing your virginity. It is That's not. rape. That is rape. Um, but not in the eyes of Chris Brown. Um, basically, what he said is that, you know, it was different where he was from. And I guess he had a whole bunch of boy cousins and they watched a bunch of porn. And then it just kind of. He said it got him like prepared. I got him ready. He wasn't afraid to talk to girls at eight and just press prepped you in the long run so you can quote unquote be a beast at it. And so he said he slept with some girl who was 14 or 15. He don't even remember and all of this kind of shit. And it's just like, I get it because some people, especially boys for whatever reason, but a lot of victims of sexual abuse, they don't, if they even ever talk about it or acknowledge it, a lot of them don't really have the reaction. Right. They don't you know. label it as rape or abuse. They they label it as something else. And this is an extremely 
I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do my read about this story and something yes, else that happened. Yes, I would like for you to. Okay. Well, I think I might, so I think I'm just going to address that later, but I'm just going to say this. Chris Brown needs a lot of help. And a if you, lot. And I said it last week that Chris Brown needed to go off by himself somewhere and get connected with Jesus and just leave everybody else I've, alone. I suggested that yeah. you pray love. Yeah. Yeah. This we, we talked about this last week, and yes, that needs to happen. And then with more news this week, it just reaffirms all over again. Yes, Chris Brown needs real live help. He I does. want to I want to help this. Yes. Woman. He then went on to say, um, you know how Prince again comparing himself to another celebrity. Why? You know how Prince had a lot of girls back in the day? Prince was like the guy. I'm just that today, but most women won't have any complaints if they've been with me. They really they can't really complain. It's all good. First of all, the two girls that we know for sure you dated one of them can complain that you whooped her ass and the other one can complain that you embarrassed her when you did a Jeez. remix with your ex-girlfriend whose ass you whooped and then you put an internet video up and said that you were in love with her and then you went back to her. I think that both of the women that we know you've dated so far can complain about really big things. Maybe he means they just can't argue or they can't, they don't have any complaints about the sex, which just is, ew, ew, gross. Yuck. I can't. <laughs> like, not with that. Mm. First of all, he's been looking so messy lately. I was just getting ready to say, and I'm and I'm dead serious. Like I'm not even kidding. Like it's I'm not joking. Like I want him to take like a, a kale juice cleanse or something. Mm-hmm. He needs like a detox because he, he looks detox. bad. Yeah, and then he needs to go far away to Ethiopia, Croatia, someplace, <laughs> and just just sit down, talk to Jesus, and eat berries and meditate. And give back and, like, learn to love himself. Like, he needs to have, like, a time away from everybody. Mm -hmm. Throw your fucking iPhone into the ocean and just go off someplace. Don't talk to Karumshis and, you know. Definitely don't talk to Rihanna. Just leave it. Just leave it all alone. Send your mom, like, some emails and just pray. Like, he needs just, because he's so out of touch with the reality. He's talking about community service as a bitch and... You know, like, girl, what? Chris Brown has a lot of problems. And I I just, I feel like I have a lot more to say about on this topic um, specifically, but it's all like tied in directly to the read that I want to do about okay. something that happened from this particular interview. So I will definitely be coming back to this a little bit later you know, on in the Chris show. Chris Brown could have been an icon. No, he really, I've, I loved him. I loved him. Because this, all of this drama didn't even make him a star. He was a huge, remember you, when he was doing the double mint yeah, commercials? he was. And getting all of that white money and just like. Like right then, before the Rihanna incident, he did a cute little appearance on Sesame Street and he, him and Elmo did the sign fuck. song. And I was just like, I love this song. I love this kid. He was homies with Elmo. You. Nigga, what happened? But I mean, when you, when you read shit like this. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of shit that has been going on. His, his you know, his shit with his father and his yeah. stepfather who was, like, beating his beating mom. His and, like, he's, yeah. And the enabling. And mm. now we know about the sexual layers to this shit. Yeah. So, I'm not surprised that Chris Brown has had the number of issues that he's had. And I just like him and I hope that he can get his life together. Yeah. Even if he's not a star. Just for him to find peace and be happy and not have to, you know. Just he needs help. One thing I don't want, no matter what I say about any celebrity or any person on this show, one thing I don't want is for anybody to feel like 
the entire world is against them and there's nothing that can be done like they can't be redeemed and they can't be loved or anything like that and I feel like more I feel like we put a lot of celebrities in that position to sort of feel like you know like I I I think we don't most of us don't really understand the negative effects of being constantly exposed to negativity because most people aren't constantly exposed to negativity. But right. I feel like Chris Brown is in right. Not like this. And so I feel like, again, I got to address it in more detail later. But I feel like Chris Brown is 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 getting to that point where he just is going to snap in a bad way. So hope he gets better. OK, those are our hot topics. All right. Okay, so we have a special guest today. I love when that happens. Me too. And it's my favorite. And this is actually a pretty great guest. It is. It's Roble Ali, who you may all know from the hit television show, Chef Roble & Co. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank right? you for having me. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm real happy to be yeah, here. Yeah, we're big fans. We love you. I'm a big fan too. I, I, would- I listen to your show. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, thank you for not hating us. Nah, it's hilarious. I, I, I like anything anything that makes me laugh. I'm with it. Okay, good. Well, yeah. I'm glad that we can we can do a bit of that. Actually, when I first moved to New York, which is almost a year now. Wow, mm. crazy. When I first moved here, I quickly learned that you mm. have a large presence here in terms of the scene, if you want to call it that. We have not a good too time. long after I moved here. I went to one of your parties, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay, and that was an amazing experience. But um, just really quickly for those of the listeners at home who may not be too familiar with you, mm-hmm. can you give us a background on you in terms of the cooking? And yes, absolutely. Um, well, my name is Roble Ali. I am from Poughkeepsie, New York. This is like an hour and a half upstate um, from New York City. Spent most of my life in Brooklyn. Started cooking when I was a kid. I actually wasn't really interested in cooking. I was interested in eating. Yeah. And, and yeah, I like, I like to eat. I, I actually, I, I don't really like cooking that much, but I like to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's my. Favorite. So I, I figured if I if I wanted to eat well all the time, I would have to figure out how to cook. So I just started teaching myself how to cook. Got a little cookbook and just you know just stuck with it. And you know, next thing I know, I was I graduated high school barely, and then my mom. <laughs> I was never good at school. Yeah, me but, neither. Yeah, I have, it's a, I have an attention issue. I think, I think they call it ADHD. So um, my mom. My mom um, suggested, like, I didn't know what I was going to do with myself. My mom's like, well, you're a very good cook. You love food. You're in Poughkeepsie, New York. Right next door is Hyde Park, New York. And that's where the Culinary Institute of America is. It's like the Harvard of cooking schools. Really? Yeah. 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 So it was my mom's idea. I was like, that's a good idea. Let me try to do that. So I did it. And here I am. Wow. And now you're a star. I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, no, because I'm reading right here. Nobody says, who has two seasons of a show is not a star. Not even that, miss. This man <laughs> is cooked for Obama. Yeah. That was Which, amazing. first of all, like, how was that? Did he dap you up? Because I feel like... Uh, you know, it's, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to meet him. Because I was so busy in the kitchen wow. and he was doing his thing. By the time I got free, he was out. Like, he was doing... He had like four events that night. Like he oh. was, he was getting that yeah. campaign money that night. Oh, okay. So, so this, this, this event was at, um, was at Spike Lee's house, um, um, his family house, and, oh, which, which is a whole story in itself. Like that house is amazing. They got like two townhouses that they combine into one, and it's like it's beautiful. Yeah, Spike Lee. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so his his wife is a fan of ours, and it was her idea to hire us to do it, and I was just honored. I would, I would have done that for free. Yeah. So um, we we I don't know what the math is, but 
we ended up raising a million dollars that night. I think it was like $38,000 per plate. Everybody that was there paid like 40 Gs. Damn. A million dollars. Boom. That's how you get that campaign money. Come, stop by, chill for an hour, shake some hands, take some pictures. They gave him a, a pair of Js. Wow. They gave him a pair of Spizikes. <laughs> Do you look at that like, man, my food was $40,000 a plate, motherfucker, bow down. Yeah, yes, actually I do. Good. <laughs> you fucking should. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I would Michael Jackson? That. Yeah, I was a kid when I did that, but I was, um, here's a, no, here's a cool thing about that. We, um, Michael Jackson and his team, they were rehearsing for a big show that they were doing in New York. So they had like three rehearsal days. So it was only me and one other dude, like an older cat, like real chef. I wasn't even a chef yet. Um, so I was basically assisting him and we put up like three different meals during the day. But between the meals, we got to sit out there. There was nobody out there except for like dancers and people that needed to be there. Right. We got to sit there and watch them rehearse. I got to watch Michael Jackson order his brothers around. All of them were there. They were all there. I heard Michael Jackson say fuck in person. I mean, who could say that? Yeah. He cursed his brother out. He cursed Tito out. He said, he said, Tito, if you fuck up again, I'm going to put you on a plane to Afghanistan. What? what? Word. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. All right. So tell us about the actual company, Roble and Co. Well, um, I got tired of working for other people. So amen to that. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's horrid. It is. When you have the freedom of not working for other people, then you see how bad it is working for other people. Because, you know, now I get to make my own schedule. I like Tell that the people. a lot. I like that a lot. When I was working in restaurants, like I hate working in restaurants, even though I'm going, going, going to be open one very soon. Well, not very soon, but soon. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, because like when you're working in a restaurant, it feels like when you're cooking in a restaurant, it feels like being chained to a what's that workout machine where you where you're running on the thing? A treadmill, a treadmill. Okay. like a treadmill, like and you can't stop. Yeah. I don't right. like that feeling. It feels like you're trapped. I don't like that. I, I, I like to be. I like freedom. Right. Like everybody yeah. else. So um, so I was like, you know what? I need to open a catering company. I always, I've worked in catering and banquets and stuff like that. And I can pick and choose when and where I do what I do. I, and and, and business-wise, I know who's coming. I know when they're coming. I know what they're eating. I know when they're eating it. I know when they're leaving. And I get paid before they even get there. So I can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know That's the fucking life. Yeah. Wow. Well, I yeah. mean, when you put it that way, shit. Yeah. Restaurants, like, you open the doors, you're like, ah, oh, but I hope, hope, hope people come. I hope, hope, hope we at least break even tonight. Yeah. I, 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 I do much more than break even every time I do an event. So it's like, it's a win win situation. So, how did that end up getting turned into a show? And have you brought actual snacks for us? Okay. No on the snacks. And I, 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 so I, I should not, I, I, I apologize for that. It's been a we very hectic day. You can't even get the, the, I couldn't, the watermelon dots. B Scott, the, did you see the watermelon yeah. dots? That oh, like? watermelon caviar, yes. I mean, bruh. Okay. Yeah, my okay. bad. No, yeah, but cool. how did, seriously, how did it turn into. Yeah, how, so how'd you turn something that you love so much into this? This empire that you have now. Well, um, it's not an empire yet, but it shall be. Okay. I'm working on it. Um, speaking it into existence. Yes, exactly. Speaking yeah. it into existence. I'm just helping mm-hmm. you with your words. So, we're just, <laughs> just going to put it out there. So, um, here's what how it really what really catapulted the whole situation. Um, I worked for a long time with a man named Chris Santos. He's an amazing chef. If you ever watch Chopped, he's the the mean ball headed guy with the tattoos. Got you. Yeah. Okay, he kicked my ass for like six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. I learned pretty much everything I learned from him. That's my mentor. Um, Beauty in Essex downtown, that, that amazing restaurant, Staying yeah. Social, that's him. They about to do something in Vegas. He, he's, he's doing his thing. So um, he, he hooked me up with, with a group called Tao Group. They run nightlife like for the country. Yeah. You name it. 
Tau, both they, they just opened a new Tau downtown. Tau um, Midtown, that's not far from here, was a, was the most successful restaurant in New York for ten years in a row, and they still do very well. Tau Vegas is the most successful like F and B spot, meaning food and beverage. They have a day club, nightclub, restaurant in the country. Period. They opened one in 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 uh, Australia. I can keep going on and on about them. But anyways, they opened up a spot called Avenue. People in New York know Avenue. It's like one of the most exclusive nightclubs in the country. Mm-hmm. You're not getting in there if you don't know nobody. So I was the opening chef there. It was like, it was a gastro club, they called it. Um, the food program has changed, but I opened it up and I was a chef there. So I'm feeding like, psh, there's been nights where I had like Chris Rock downstairs and then across from him is Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson doesn't even go to nightclubs. Johnny Depp upstairs and the Olsen twins um, and the other mezzanine at the same time. So, <laughs> so if you're doing that, like people are going to start paying attention to you. So people start, start paying t- attention to me, got a few paid six mentions, things like that. And then talent agents start coming and wanting to sign you. And then, you know, I got a talent agency, you know, Max Talent. Shout out to them. Um, they, they do a great, a great, great job for me. My agent, Michael Klein, great guy. Um, and I had an idea. I, I was going to open the catering company anyway. And I was like, if I if I do this. I might win, I might lose. But if I do it on TV, I can't lose. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, yo, um, I I just pitched the idea, just popped in my head and I pitched it to him, to my agent. He's like, I think this is brilliant. I'm like, yo, let me let you meet my people, yo. So I brought like Kiku, um, my pastry chef. Like she's she's a star. Yeah. She's a star. She don't need me. Yeah. She's a star on her own. My boy Che Gravy, he's 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 pure comedy, you know what I'm saying? And I can go on and on. Sean Knights, you know. Um he he's he's a ball of energy and just hilarious and Artie and my sister Jasmine and 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 then you got like Adam the the, the white boy he's like the foil like he kind of doesn't belong there but he completely belongs there. No, you know Adam saying? was spitting games with this black girl he went on a date with. What? Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I just saw her again recently. Oh okay. Yeah, well, shout An- out to her. Anishika, Anishika, yeah. So she's still around? She's still around. They're not dating but they're uh, friends. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So well, I, I mean, didn't get any watermelon dots. <laughs> Kind of still I'm going to have to ship that. you out some watermelon dots. I have to make up for this. Please. Shit. Have you ever been like kind of starstruck by your clientele or anybody at one of their events? Um, Do you get like that or are you just no, pretty cool? No. Some people like, um, this wasn't at one of my events, but I met Michael Jordan not too long ago. Wow. I saw him at dinner. We were at um, the Darby. Okay. I went to Darby for dinner and I saw him upstairs. You know, I'm not going to interrupt that man dinner. Let that man eat. So then we went downstairs to to the lounge downstairs slash club, and we ended up being in the same kind of roped off space that he was in. And I saw him. I wanted to say hi to him so bad, but I was like, "That this man has been famous for most of his life, and people are always running up on him. I'm just gonna let him enjoy himself, even though like I'm a huge fan, and I had Jays on. I always got I got Jays on right now. <laughs> so so um, I had like the fives on, on the fours. I had the, I had like the, the the black and gray fours. So I'm just chilling, like kind of like halfway dancing, drinking. And uh, somebody taps my leg. He was sitting like behind me. So somebody taps my leg. I turn around. It's Michael Jordan. I'm like, oh, what's up? What's up, Mr. Jordan? He's like, yo, what's up, bro? I see you. I see you. I see you got them things on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, he's cool. He's cool. He's cool. And he introduced me to his girlfriend who's now his wife. I think they just got married a couple weeks ago or maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool. I was completely starstruck. Well, Chris yeah. would love that, that story since you're the sports fan. Don't do that. I actually don't know too much about tennis shoes, but. I mean, what is Michael Jordan? I feel like anybody would be like, "Fuck yeah!" Me. Like that's the oh, I mean, like that's top three athletes that ever lived. That's yes. like Michael. Uh, I mean, you got you got Mike, you got Muhammad Ali, and I don't know. There's uh, some arguable yeah. others that could yeah. be there. There's but, a three somewhere, but yeah. those are the two. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. Okay, so my question is just a goofy ass Kid Fury question, mm-hmm. which is, um, 
if Miley Cyrus asked Roble and Co to put an event together for her, what do you think <laughs> she would ask for? That's funny that you mentioned Miley Cyrus, um, because you know I do that at Everyday People Party. Yeah, and we got a call like from her people, as far as I know. Like I, I wasn't on the phone, but they were like, "Hey, Miley wants to come. Can you set her up?" And I was like, "Let me check with the team, because <laughs> okay. it ain't just me." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And then you know, I'm not naming no names, but two of us were for it, and one of us was violently against it. <laughs> yes. I need the name of yeah. the one who was yeah, like, you can "Fuck no!" Off no. So I violently, can yes. like that no, a, a this yeah. person is not coming to my party. <laughs> right? No. I was with it. I'm like, twerk, Molly, Molly, twerk. Do you? I don't care. No, 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 no. Part of the problem. You know? I mean, whatever. <laughs> she said part of the problem. But the reason, okay, the person that was against it, she's part of the team for a reason. She. she she's, she's Mrs. No. She says no. If she wasn't there, then we would get out of control. Yeah. You know what okay. I'm saying? So right. she's there for a reason, and I respect her for that, and I respect her position. I respect her, too. Yeah, but what would they ask me for? I don't I don't know a lot about the girl, honestly. All I know is that she, she really um, likes to kind of piggyback off of black culture, and she's trying to shake her old Disney image. That's all I know about the girl. That's pretty much all there I, is to know. I did um, ha- happen to see the Saturday Night Live performance when she was on Saturday Night Live, which I never watched the show, but I had some friends over. We were watching it. She can actually sing, though. At least she can sing. Yeah. I mean, she, that's the part about her that's so fucking frustrating because she has <laughs> talent, but then she yeah. does this shit. We so. don't need to see your young vagina because you no. can actually girl sing. stop. I would yeah. you would stop. Yeah. So actually, tell us about everyday people. I mentioned before that it was one of the first like big parties I mm-hmm. went to when I came here, and I had an amazing time. And I've only been one other time. That's when we met. When I met you. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. again, I had an amazing time. It's usually because that line is just crazy. Yeah, no, but you don't have to wait online, bro. Just text me, man. Okay, well, I'm right. glad you said that. And I'll, intru- I'll, yo, I'll introduce you to the door people, and that way when you come, you're good money. Awesome, thank and, you. And we have these, well, it's, not, it's not a secret now. I just made my first real New York connection. It's not a secret now, because I'm going to say it, but we have member cards. You know, you, you flash that, boom, I'll I, I get you the, the pink member card. That means Listen. you can come with not just wow. you, unlimited people. I'll, I'll get you one of those, bro. Huh. I'm holding Roble Ali to this. Yo, I got you, bro. Okay. I got you, I got you. Look, when I say I do, I'm going to do some people that know me. If I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. If you um, don't see pictures of Kid Fury at the next Everyday People <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> okay. Yeah, follow that on Instagram. Everyday People in, oh, Everyday People. P-P-L-N-Y-C on Instagram. We we post about the event and stuff like that. Um, people get frustrated because we never publish the location of the event. But that's on purpose because if we did, then a million people would come and the cops would shut us down and then we wouldn't have a party anymore. So I apologize. Every time I put it on Instagram, people would be mad at me. That's why. Please understand. Oh, that's actually a really... Because I actually yeah. did not know why. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That makes a lot of sense. Because I... Yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. It's always crazy, I think. Yeah. So how did everyday people get started? Okay. Well, um, I have a really good friend. She's like my little sister. Her name is Sada Ahmed. And um, she hit me up one day. She's like, Roble, I want to do an event. I want to do a brunch party. And I'm like, okay. She's like, um, you know these other brunch parties. I'm not going to name any names because a lot of these people are my friends do brunch parties. But they're engineered for rich people. $5,000 minimum at a table a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a bunch of rich yeah. assholes and models. That's it. Right. And, and and people that work in nightlife and they're kind of fun events but I never had I, I was never really into going to those brunches because I just don't like hanging out with rich assholes yeah so she had the idea to do a day party but for everyday people for our friends right so it started off real small we we, we, we did it at the the Rivington Hotel 
and um, it was just a brunch at that point. People would come, have brunch, they left. We did like a couple. And then we noticed that by the time we were finished with the brunch, like 4.30 or 5, there were still mad people there. So we had like flush all these people out onto the street and it's like, yo, why don't we just keep going? Yeah. So um, they have a restaurant that's connected to the hotel and you're going to go through this little corridor and it's like this dope ass, like really dark, chill restaurant. So we're like, look, we'll have the brunch and then we'll shuttle everybody into the next room, turn up, loud music, pop bottles, do all that. Everybody dance, have fun, do Soul Train Line, all that. So we started doing that and it was, it was great. And it got bigger and bigger and more of our friends and friends of friends came and this beautiful crowd started to come together. Like, yeah. I've never ever in my life seen this kind of a black, mostly black crowd. It's just, it's beautiful. Ain't nobody profiling, ain't nobody fighting, nobody's fronting. People are networking, they're building. There's people have had babies because of our party and it's beautiful people. Hmm. It's beautiful people. It is a street stylist wet dream. Yo, people be fly at our party. Listen, the first time I went there, I was a little intimidated because I walked in not knowing shit about New York and just, you know how they are. And I walked in there and it's just always like all of these really trendy, stylish people and like wheat tunics and green hair. (laughs) They look like Brooklyn. Yeah, they just look like tunic. (laughs) Like just very like Brooklyn and Solange Solange, was there. That was was the the party that I went to. Oh yeah, she comes. She comes often. She. It was for her yeah. true EP. Um, oh, launch. Yeah, yeah. oh, that was a good one. That, that was, was a really amazing. good one. Bun B was there too. One. Yes, Bun yeah, B was H-time. there too. H and it was H-time. awesome. But I had it didn't feel like stuffy or like being. Yeah, yeah nobody's being, being snotty or stuck up. Like it's chill. All it's right. Chill. So yeah, get into everyday people. Time. Hey, hey, we're gonna we're, we will be in Miami. You're from Miami. Holy shit! Um, we're gonna do Art Basel in Miami. Um, wow. And uh, we're going to be in Atlanta soon. We're going to do Houston. We're going to shut it down in New York for the cold months and just go to warmer destinations and kind of yes. like spread it out. We've done D.C. already. We murdered D.C. We did Chicago, murdered Chicago. We're going to go back to Chicago again. That's that's She was there. Uh, we have a friend in the studio. She's not yeah. home. <laughs> She's from Chicago. Nikki, she, she came with us. It was, was that not fun? Great time. Great time, yeah. Nikki had a good time. Yeah. Did Nikki have a great time? <laughs> Did you, oh, well, her mom came too. I met her mom. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I mean, I wasn't gonna bring it up, but Chef Roble brought a very pretty girl named Nikki here, and she's just hanging out in the studio. Oh, and Nikki, I wasn't so gonna fun. ask any you're questions, so but hey, Nikki. I mean, since you brought her up, she could talk. She's a grown woman. Hey, Nick, what's going on? How Come over you? to the mic and speak your piece. Yeah. Because I actually was going to ask about these kinds of things anyway. Come on, <laughs> lean on in here, Nikki. Nikki is beautiful. Nikki's got on a leather jacket. Beautiful curly hair. Go ahead. So, who are you? Yeah, what's going on, Nikki? We want to know. We want to know the story. How, How do, do you know, know Chef our, our friend Robert? Oh, that's a story in itself. That's a, that's a, a story, quite a story. Um, we met on a TV show. Um, we met on Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen. Oh. Um, a blind date yeah, Patty Stanger from Million Dollar Matchmaker. Yeah. Set it up. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. It was like a it was a Valentine's Day special. So they used like Bravo personalities and set them up. I think it was me and I, th- I believe it was Kenya Moore too that had a separate date. Oh, God bless. Um, so we met and we're still great friends. Like we're not like boyfriend and girlfriend. We're not dating, but we're really great friends. She's a wonderful, wonderful. And Nikki didn't look crazy when you said that. So I guess yeah, it's true. I guess it's true. Yeah, she Make wasn't like she wasn't like oh, excuse the fuck no, no. out of you. No, she was. She just smiled. So. Patty did a good job. 
Wow. Yeah. That's dope. Well, thanks for coming on in here, Nikki, yeah, giving us that you. one. Is that talking. an exclusive? Well, her, her name is her name is Nikiva Stapleton. Wow. And she's a little. Um, yeah, she's hey, hey. feeling romantic. Yo, 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 she she's she's an amazing dancer. She's a professional. Look at her. I was gonna. Ask she's if like you were built a like a god. She's a she's a goddess. Look Do at you her. know Beyonce's grown woman choreography? Oh, I love, I love it. Oh, do well, you know I, it? I can perform it for you. Listen, right now, but I'll when we the next everyday pro. people, if you're there. When they play it, you, can break it down. you meet me and we're going to get it together. <laughs> oh, no, I, have, I, have to, I have to film this. That will actually happen. Like that. No, I'm not, not bullshitting yeah, you. Yeah, it's, this isn't a joke. No, they, they, they are complete Beyonce yeah. fans. Yes. I'm going yeah. to do it. Speaking of Beyonce, have you oh, met her? Didn't you, didn't you do some stuff for her? She's worked with, with Beyonce before. A little bit. What? A, a little bit. Girl, you should have led with that. What did you do with Beyonce? What, right, girl? Hold on. <laughs> let's let's talk after the show. Wait a minute. This. Have you met Beyonce? I have met Beyonce. I actually met her very recently. <sighs> like Solange I've known for a while and um, Ty Hunter her stylist is a good friend of mine love Ty yeah Ty's a great and guy Kenny. yeah so um, he um, he invited me to his birthday party I came to the birthday party and um, Jay and Beyonce were there and you know of course you want to meet Jay and Beyonce. Uh, yeah, of course you, you know? do. But uh, so I saw Ty he was he was happy man he was having a blast like hey come here I want you to meet some people I'm like I think he's going to take me to meet the people. <laughs> so, Were you like excited? Like, oh. Yeah, fuck. I was, I was, I don't, I was surprisingly calm because they were so chill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, he brought me over there. And he introduced me to, to Beyonce and she's just like, if God was a female, you know? <laughs> and um, she was really nice, you know, shook her hand, had a little small talk. I, I actually lived in Houston for a little while when I was younger. So we, ch- we chopped it up about that. And then I met Jay. He was mad chill as well and like two days before that i had filmed something for his uh life and times um yeah. uh, on on youtube mm-hmm. yes. he has a show with, with jordan dunn the supermodel she, had, she has a cooking show so i did i did a guest spot on her cooking show so we were talking about that and blah blah blah. but very very very, very nice people very nice people awesome so i just have one more question okay um and it's you know for all the you know people at home and maybe not so much for me but maybe mm-hmm. um what are some, what is like a go-to meal for someone who wants to cook for a boo, but can't really cook? Like a beginner cook. Well, see, when, I, I've been this asked this question. I've been asked. <laughs> I mean, you know, Trey. I, I've been asked this question in different forms before, and this is my answer to that. It depends on the person. I could say, you know. A chicken Caesar salad is common. It's classic. And I love a good chicken Caesar salad. But maybe the person that you're cooking for doesn't like chicken or doesn't like romaine lettuce or doesn't like fish. There's fish in Caesar dressing. Right. People don't know that. So Shit, I didn't know that. there's anchovies in it. <laughs> um, so I, what I would do is I would talk to the person and maybe even if it's going to be a surprise, just sneak information out of them. Figure out what they like and then build something simple around that it doesn't have to be anything fancy a nice soup let's say you know let's say i asked nikki she said nikki um do, what's your favorite vegetable what's your favorite veggie mm, right now i'm into kale kale, kale. kale. i kale. see that for her too kale there's so many things you can do with kale i just punch kale recipe into google and a bunch of stuff's gonna pop up there's like chicken and kale soup um i'm actually going to wait is this jamaica i'm doing some party soon 
um, where I'm going to do a, a kale salad. There's new kale on the market. It's baby kale. It's these sexy little leaves of kale. <laughs> it's, just it, 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 it just it just it just kind of came out. Like you can kind of start finding it in grocery stores now. And like everybody's into kale. Everybody's into kale right now. Kale's like the in vogue leafy green. It's 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 super. Um, um, there's lots of vitamins and minerals and all that good stuff, right? And people just like it. It's healthy. So I would Google a simple kale recipe and make it. If I didn't know how to, if I wasn't a pro, me, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna get busy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix her some. I'm gonna think about it for a little while and make and, and blow her mind with kale in some way. So just put some thought into it. Yeah, just think about it. Figure out what they like and Google a simple recipe and do it. He's saying if you can't make simple shit off of a recipe in Google, then maybe you ought to just order something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be ashamed. Don't be yeah. like I can't, and so fuck it. <laughs> just go ahead and Google something for your boo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's actually the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, thank y'all for having me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, big fan of the show. Like one, one of my friends, uh, we, we were all out at, at lunch at a friend's birthday party and he was just sitting there just laughing his ass off. I'm like, what is so funny? Like we're waiting on our table. He had his like his earphones in. He's like, what? I'm like, what is so funny? He's like, dog, you have to, you have to hear the show. And he showed me, um, he sent me the link to, da- to, to download the podcast and I listen. I laugh my ass off oh, and I've been a fan ever since. Oh, Anything? Thank yeah. you. For real. I listen. I listen. I listen. We appreciate so. that. Hey, can I tell the people one thing before I go? Absolutely. Hey, um, just so you, I have a lot of good stuff going on that I'm going to present to the people. You know, there's, there's a restaurant in the works. I'm, I'm working on a women's fragrance that's pretty much done now. It's going to come out in the spring. I'm coming out with a line of wines. I'm back and forth to to wine country. So I just want to I want everybody to be aware of all the things that are going on. So follow me on Twitter at Chef Roble, R-O-B-L-E. And it's the same thing on Instagram, Chef Roble. And you can just stay updated on everything, you know, everyday people, all that. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. We had an amazing time. Yes. My pleasure. My pleasure. And hopefully you can come back sometime and bring Nikki with you. Yeah, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll bring you some watermelon caviar as And well. bring us the goddamn watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Thank you so much, Rabbi. All right, All right. Peace, peace, peace. So, everyone, don't forget to go and try out our friends. Hulu Plus. You go to HuluPlus.com slash the read. You can get an extended free trial and get your little fingers on Scandal. It's Scandal's back, you guys. The first episode has already come out and it ended with a huge cliffhanger. I was just, listen, dying on my floor. Like, oh my God, Jesus, come back. Put the breath back into my body, Father God. I cannot handle this show. I barely even tweeted because I was like, you know what, girl? I'm going to give you this whole commercials thing because I need to just soak up every single ounce of this program. There was just and just so much. First of all, Trilivia Pope, her daddy is just ruthless. <laughs> and I know it's because he's still mad about Whitley leaving his ass at the altar, but he's just going to have to stay mad. And he straight up told her, I have always told you, you have to be twice as good. But I mean, what black parent didn't say that? I mean, it was just saying it was so real. Come it on. was so real. And then the show, it was like Scandal Pick, and you thought, if you maybe thought it was going to lag a little bit, no. Scandal came right back and just what? slapped you dead in your face like, girl, are you awake? Wake up. Cause Ooh, I was so... And I have all the drama right here for you. I was so thankful because, you know, you get nervous sometimes. It's like, what? this season they don't you know, yeah you worry if, about your shows in the you sophomore but ever doubt Shonda Rhimes pimp hand honey because her game is strong and this shit was oh, 
And then this whole Operation Remington, I can already tell this is going to be like the defiance <laughs> of this season. And it's going to be something that we're going to just be following. And I have to. That's why you have to pay attention to every word, every episode, because they're constantly going to be referencing this big secret, and that's going to blow up in our face soon. Lord, what if a Fitz kill? What if Fitz has another black baby? I can't. So listen, you guys. If maybe you do miss he has some a of Middle Eastern baby. Maybe you do miss some of the words in the show, or maybe you missed the show altogether. Log on to HuluPlus.com slash three the very next day. Sign up. Start your free two-week trial. See the show that you missed. Relive the drama. Just get into it again. Let it soak into you. Hulu Plus is normally $7.99 a month, but we're giving you guys a free two-week trial. That's HuluPlus.com slash the read. And let's get back to our show. People! The time has come <laughs> for listener letters. <laughs> yes, it has. As always, you guys, in in because I can't talk, email your questions to askthereed.gmail.com, <laughs> whatever. It's not English day. And we're going to dive right in. Our very first question is from Wes, and he says, if you could choose to spend an entire day, so this is one or the other, you have two options. Mm-hmm. You can spend the entire day with Beyonce and her clique. Mm-hmm. Or you can guest star on an episode of Scandal. Which one would you choose? I would guest star on an episode of Scandal. Me too. And yeah. I did not think you would say that. Yeah. Why? Because, first of all, Scandal is my favorite show. Secondly, I'm really interested in acting. So that would be fun. And lastly, because, you know... Why the fuck wouldn't you want to be on Scandal? And then who knows what that could turn into? People could be like, oh, he was on Scandal. I could put that on my resume, bitch, and turn that shit into some money. Oh, so you're looking at it from a business point of view. Hell yeah. I'm just looking at it like I could not spend the entire day with Beyonce because I would just be frozen and afraid to breathe. Like I would be so boring because um, she would be there, you know, with her family and her friends or whatever. And I'd just be like standing in the corner shaking, trying not to piss myself. Like if you gave me the whole day, I think I'd be able to do it. I think it would take me a little while, but I think that after a while I would open yeah, up and no. just throw my ass on scandal. I can't. I'm not prepared. Like as much as I love Beyonce, I'm not prepared to meet Beyonce and hang out with her all damn day. That I'm not emotionally set up for that. Like that would really like if I got. To, but you don't think like if you like if you met her and then like you know after 45 minutes you, and you were calmed down because yeah. I think I would take me about 45 minutes to be able to you know breathe and <laughs> like, figure out like how, look her in the eye you know to use my like mobile skills and shit again um, motor skills I'm sorry. Um, I think that you don't think like if you just like sat and you had like a conversation with her about whatever the fuck like after a while you would just open up and you'd be able to hang for the day hopefully hopefully but I think I would do better maybe on Scandal I just don't feel like I'm good enough <laughs> yeah and that's another part like really me like, with me hanging around Beyonce like, like I just don't even feel like we deserve like I don't even deserve like I haven't air. done anything to literally to nothing to merit that kind of blessing in my life not so yeah put me on Scandal West yes please all right, let's move on over to our next question, which comes from Ray. Hey, Ray. And Ray says, Ray's a girl. <clears throat> Ray said, I met a guy a year ago when I was looking for a relationship and he was fresh off of a divorce. We decided to just be friends, but started to develop romantic feelings. As a solution, we decided we would have an arrangement wherein we would both stay single, but be exclusively physically intimate. We kept each other abreast of any budding interest in other people so that we were both informed and could dissolve the arrangement if necessary. Oh, God. Well, fast forward to today. 
and we are roommates and still in the same arrangement, but I would like something more. I am very vocal about the fact that I love him and would like to be in a titled, committed relationship with him. His response is that there are some qualities that he's looking for in a girlfriend that I do not show on a consistent basis, like cooking and cleaning, but I refuse to do any more than I already do for a man who will not commit to me fully and openly. Damn right. I stress this because he's a social butterfly of sorts and women pursue him, and I am tired of being relegated to the title of friend or roommate in public but a girlfriend and damn near a wife indeed let me do my due diligence and say that he's a great man hard honest hardworking, successful the whole nine there was one time that he broke the agreement by having a one night stand but i forgave him <laughs> so you guys what should i do do i give in and give him what he wants or stand firm with a my way or the highway ultimatum why the hell would you why would you do that why Young would you lady. stand why would you do that? I'm, I'm, why would you do that? Listen, y'all, stop doing these friends with benefits. Where's the benefit? Where's the where? Do, where do you get? Pleased? Stop doing the friends with benefits. Where is your happiness? Just, I don't. Un- why would you do that? <laughs> or why? I don't understand. Where you? His face. He's so puzzled. Right? I am literally confused. Listen, I'm sure that we have said on this show before when they come to the friends with benefits shit. Like, girl, it doesn't. God damn work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. No, it's not going to be different with you and yours. It's not going to fucking work. These these situations, these arrangements, these whatever you want to, whatever new nigga term there is for friends with benefits, they do not work. Somebody always catches feelings. Just stop. Because now you are not only involved in a relationship with this man who doesn't even have to claim you and gets to fuck you like you are living together like, girl, what? And you have no why would you move in with somebody you have no no romantic ties to like you have no you guys have not sat down and had a conversation about dating. Y'all have been fucking for a year and you let your feelings get all wrapped up in this person to the point of moving in with him. And now you want to issue an ultimatum like Ray, I don't think he really gives a shit about your ultimatum, right? If that was the case, then he would have. And he you. had a one night stand, and you talk about you forgave him, girl. Excuse you, talk about and then and you damn near listen, girl. Ray, Kifiri, hey, girl, was tea. You need to open a tab right now in Firefox, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome, Safari, wherever you Netscape. choose, what, whatever it is, bitch. Open. And tab right now and go to Craigslist or wherever the fuck and find you someplace else to live or tell that nigga that he's got to get out. Either way, yeah, you need to go on about your business and move on with your life and leave that nigga the fuck alone. No, you do not give him what he wants, which in this case is more cooking or cleaning or whatever, because this man does not want you. If he wanted you, you would not have been fucking him with no title for a year. And if that's how he feels, then don't you think that he's out here perusing around with niggas? If he's looking for a girl who's going to cook and clean, don't you think that there's a girl out here that's cooking this nigga dinner? And it's not that she doesn't. Ray cooks and cleans, but she doesn't do it as much as he would want her to. She said she already does his laundry. And what you You are washing his drawers, girl. You are washing the drawers of a nigga who ain't even your boyfriend. Ray, girl, that nigga won't even wash his own drugs. Let me tell you something, Ray. This nigga would continue this arrangement with you for the next 20 years and nothing would change. All a man wants to do is have at least what like <laughs> fuck boys have to have at least one person who is willing to give them sex on a regular basis 
and not have any strings attached. Yeah. That is a fuckboy dream. Mm-hmm. That is a, that is what they all want. They all want to have one confirmed just, stitch of pussy. Just one. That they can go to and not have anything. Because that's guaranteed pussy. Like, it's like, and you can still do whatever the fuck you want to. And if you have feelings for him, then girl, get out. And it doesn't even matter if you have feelings for him because you agreed from the beginning that this was a fucking only situation. You, like, you two were grown people and you agreed to be exclusively physically intimate without entering a relationship. Girl, what? This was this is a big part of your problem. You tried to put like guidelines and standards around your fuck buddy relationship. No, ma'am. The entire point of a fuck buddy relationship is that it's utterly casual. So this whole we agreed to be physically intimate with you. Girl, girl. Girl, you played yourself with that because he clearly one night stand. He didn't have a one night stand. He slept with somebody else. It's <laughs> one night stand has the implication that, you know, he was attached to somebody else and stepped out one time. No, no. I mean, that that may not necessarily be the case, but no, like this man doesn't have any attachment to you. I thought a one night stand was when you just slept with someone and you never saw, saw or spoke. To oh, anyone. really? So it can be like an utter stranger? Yeah, like or a one night like, stand is just when you sleep with a stranger for one night and you don't speak to them. Oh, I thought it was when you had an affair, but just like one time. No. It's oh, okay. Just like, well, anyway, girl, you can't put no, well, we're going to be exclusive with each other, but you still can't even consider sexually. that a one night stand, bitch, because he's not your man. <laughs> like, like... That's like, what I'm saying. Like, you don't have no space to be like, well, how dare you sleep with somebody else? Because this is not your man. Like, technically, he had a one night stand, but you can't be like, oh, well, I forgave him. Yeah, but technically, he also didn't really do anything wrong. Like, because. But they had the guidelines that they weren't supposed to do. This is just too much. I don't want any more. Just leave. <laughs> no, move out or tell him to get the fuck out and move on with your life. You deserve better. Treat yourself with more respect. Fuck that shit. Find the man who's going to do you better. Don't there you go. Around. But do yourself better first. God damn it. Shit. <laughs> yeah, girl, you, okay. Well, I wouldn't have said it quite like that, but that's exactly I just got it. so frustrated because the logistics of this are just so intricate and I'm just confused. Like, I just, I, and I hear, no this, more. I hear I this from a lot of girls. Like, they trying to put, like, trying to dress up a physical like no you all are literally just fucking and when you said to him let's be exclusively fucking each other but not in a relationship all he heard was I would like to give you some vagina and that is all he's heard every time that you fucked him since girl cut your losses and move on you want to do one more Sure. Okay. This last question comes from Jason and it says, everybody thinks they're so grown when they turn 18, but life tends to prove them wrong. What's one thing you wish you could have warned your 18 year old self about? Um, one thing I could have warned Man, my 18 year old self about. Um, I don't know. Really? I'm not sure. What would you do? I'm having a hard time picking just one thing to tell my 18 year old self to be careful about because... Man, off top, I'm thinking 18. That was my freshman year in college. Girl, watch out for alcohol, especially on the bottom shelf. How about you just leave all that bottom shelf shit alone? Don't touch none of that. This relationship you in ended now. That's going to go very, very badly, like six years from now. That's going to that's really going to fuck you over. Don't do that. Uh, study more. Party less. Um, And I think maybe... At 18, I, I should have had a much um, 
I should have had a lot more respect for my parents. I should have been a lot more aware of the sacrifices they made and everything they had to do over the 18 years of my life in order to get me in the position that I was in then. And I just really didn't. I think a lot of teenagers, when you when you get to that age and you start becoming grown, you kind of think of like you you are growing up but you are not grown and you but you really have that mindset of you know people are against me and i'm just out here trying to figure myself out about blind maybe you're acting like miley cyrus just you know on a regular person scale instead of a rich privileged white girl scale and so i think you know of all the little pitfalls that i could have avoided with love and school and everything like that i think um it would have served me well to just kind of take a step back and 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 really appreciate my parents for everything that they had done for me up to that point and were still doing while I ran around thinking I was so damn grown because I could vote and smoke. Girl, get the fuck. That did not make you grown. Okay. I think that I would tell my 18-year-old self, I would warn him not to buy those checkerboard skinny jeans <laughs> from Hot Topic. And... <laughs> Don't wear all of that bullshit to the club. You look insane. Are there pictures of these checkerboard skinny jeans? Because I need to see them. I don't know what you're talking about. I want you to dig into your archives (laughs) and give us these checkerboard skinny jeans, maybe for Throwback Thursday. No, thanks. The people deserve this. No, they don't. (laughs) You know everybody wants to... I want to see this. I feel like you should... Okay. Absolutely not. Fine. So that's going to wrap up our listener letters then. Thank you, Wes, Jason, and Ray. Thank for- you. <laughs> I'm going to, when we get off the air, I'm going to coax you into changing your mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm glad that you have some optimism. I feel there. like I can gently twist your arm and get you to agree to this. I'm glad you feel so powerful. Ask the read at gmail.com with all your questions and... Let's move forward into the read. I believe now it's time to read, and it's your turn to go first. Oh, well, great. I don't have one. Your turn. (laughs) So are you passing your read this week? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not doing it. (laughs) I don't have anything. (laughs) I feel like that is perfectly okay. Oh, you are a sorry son of a bitch. It's fine. (laughs) So I guess I'll go first and last this week. Great. And my read this week goes out to the good people at Gawker Media. They're in charge of such notable blogs as Gawker and Jezebel.com. And that's exactly who um, those are the two websites that this particular read is directed towards. Now, we talked about Chris Brown a little bit earlier in the show. Yes, we did. And um, so obviously with the words that he used in this interview with The Guardian, a lot of blogs picked up on that like a fucking lot of news sources kind of ran with that Chris Brown quote about virginity and being eight years old and all that however most of them had what we commonly call decency or tact or you know just being a, a good fucking person like most of them had the decency to comment on this story as something that happened and not necessarily kind of try to turn this into like another reason to hate Chris Brown. Oh, oh, but the good white liberals at Gawker and Jezebel had another thing come in. So after this interview with Chris, Gawker 
obviously ran the story and called him a barely competent pop star, a fucking asshole, and an even less competent human being. <clears throat> this is based off of, again, his remarks that he lost his virginity, I'm using his words, at age eight, to a girl who's 14, 15 years old. So here's what, here's the deal. If you don't know anything about sexual abuse or child rape and the effects that those have on children, especially young male children, and and we already don't encourage people to step forward about sexual abuse, but especially not boys. So if you don't know anything about the effects of abuse on a victim, I highly suggest you should sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up when people are talking about some very real shit because your your dismissive, flippant, casual comments about something that is very fucking real and has a very real and lasting effect on other people is not fucking necessary. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to hear a girl. Secondly, it is extremely common for abuse victims to take a look at a situation like this that happened to them and kind of, and you touched on this earlier, not really acknowledge the abuse for what it was, especially if you grow up um, in a situation like Chris Brown, where it seems that this is very common and a lot of people are doing something like this. Victims commonly have an abnormal or a distorted view of what is sexually appropriate or what is sexually abnormal that is not my opinion that is a goddamn fact you cannot argue with me about it because that is something that's real i don't give a shit if you don't agree with it because it doesn't matter i'm right and you're wrong (laughs) so that is why chris brown talked to the guardian and said something that makes no sense logically like i lost my virginity at 14 15 you know and just said it casually like it was no damn big deal it's a big fucking deal. And let me let me just point out to you why. A lot of people seem to think little boys messing around with older girls is whatever and it's just a thing that happens. It's fucking disgusting. And it's just as disgusting if there's an 8-year-old little girl and she's sleeping with a 14, 15-year-old boy. There a child cannot consent. And it just this is really it just drives me fucking crazy that people don't understand like what is sex and what is not sex. If a person is not able to consent to sex, It is not sex. It is rape. An eight-year-old cannot consent to sex. What happened to Chris Brown was sexually inappropriate. I call it rape. Some people call it sexual abuse. Call it whatever you want to, but it's not some grown person in a healthy state of mind, sober, giving consent for sex. That's not what happened. So for Jezebel and Gawker to pick up this story and run little flipping comments and saying, this is just another reason to hate Chris Brown and Chris Brown is such an asshole for this and blah, 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 blah. Sweetie, do you really think you're helping the problem? Listen, I know Chris Brown fucks up. He fucks up a lot. I'm the first person to call him out on it. Every time he does something, we sit down in the studio and we talk about it. But this was a chance for the white media to sit down and say, okay, listen, we have really drug Chris Brown through the mud. Most of it he completely deserved and we all know it. However, he is still as flawed as he is a human being. And there is obviously shit that has happened in his life to make him into what he is today. There, you cannot tell me that some little young white starlet could have given an interview with anybody and been like, yeah, so when I was eight years old, you know, I slept with a 16 year old and people would have called her a fucking asshole and been like, look at this stupid piece of shit, bitch or whatever. And God, don't you just hate this girl or whatever. 
never like that never would have goddamn happened but because he's Chris Brown because he's a black male and nobody really gives a shit about black men in this country because of that Gawker and Jezebel and really Jezebel of all fucking publications y'all ought to know better because that blog started off as an actually really fucking decent feminist blog and then somewhere along the line them niggas lost their way and it's just fucking tragic bullshit now but you assholes just don't ever just don't ever get in your goddamn life take the sexual abuse and mistreatment of a child and turn it into your shitty little white liberal jokes and another chance to make fun of Chris Brown because of all the things that there are in this world to make fun of Chris Brown for doing being sexually abused or assaulted is not one of them so stop it hey Gawker Jezebel (laughs) fuck y'all and I'm done so that's our show, everyone. Yep. I just want to quickly say shout out again to Roble for coming through for the interview. We had so much fun. Um, and Nikki. For- oh, and the beautiful Nikki. And don't forget to email us at asktheread at gmail.com uh, if you have any questions and pastthread at gmail.com if you want to. Pass us a read for the show. Our friends at Ixora BB are having a Columbus Day sale from October 11th to October 14th. Everything is 15% off using code Columbus Day 15. I-X-O-R-A-B-B dot com for that. And people, do not forget to go over to HuluPlus.com slash the R-E-A-D and try out that extended free trial, girl. It's scandal season. We have already discussed with you, so you need to be on top of your stuff. I understand that sometime life happens, and that's why Hulu Plus is there, to have your back the day after. So, go and sign up. Um, Anything else? I'm having a Halloween party. I'm so, so hype about this. I uh, will provide you all with the details probably toward the end of the week. But yes, I'm having a party on Halloween, a costume party, Fury's Fright Night, and it will be lots of fun. <laughs> so if you're in New York or the surrounding areas or want to just come in and hang out with us, make sure that you do. I'll be there. Crystal will be there. Our friends will be there. We'll probably be extremely inebriated and um, having a great time. If you do come to a party or if you've never been to an event with us before, know that you should be dancing. Yeah. We don't play that wallflower shit. I will, you know, I will ensure that we have the music that you are looking for if you do want to, you know, drop down low and do all of that. So, yeah, bring your dancing britches and let's have a a fun (laughs) Halloween time. Yes. Can't wait. So very exciting. And I... um can finally let the cat out of the bag and let everybody know that mm-hmm. I wrote an essay and it has been published in the November issue of Essence Magazine with Carrie Shabob. <laughs> Woo! With I just Carrie Washington on man, the cover. Man, yes, so Ch- Carrie Washington's on the cover and the essay's about it's a very personal story, my own real life and it's about family and parents and just kind of learning how life works and how things go. So Check out the November issue of Essence and read that and see a super cute picture of my family. And I just am very thank you so much to Essence, my editor, Janine, who is like the literal best. And it was such a great experience. And I'm so excited and happy and um, really want you guys to read it and, and let me know what you think of it. So 
Also, GLAD. Yes, don't forget GLAD Spirit Day. Join us as we go purple to stand against bullying on October 17th. Check out glad.org slash spirit day or the hashtag spirit day. We will be going purple in support of the anti-bullying movement, especially against our LGBT youth, because that is our responsibility as adults. Anti-bullying is something that I'm very passionate about and... I'm very happy and honored to be a part of this campaign. So go purple with us on October 17th. Anything else? No, I think that's about it. I would just, you know, want to wrap this up by saying fuck niggas get watermelon dots. (laughs) Thanks so much, you guys. And we will see you next week. Bye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.